Hey, what's going on, Purpose People? We want to welcome you to our Path to Purpose podcast, man. I'm your host, Dustin Robinbark, and with me, as always, Mr. A.J. Howard. Say what's up, A.J. What's up, world? Hope everybody out there is having a moto-go kind of day, baby. Absolutely. Let's go. Now, the purpose of this podcast is to let everybody listening to this thing know that it's not that deep. And when I talk about it, I'm talking about life. Everybody wants to wonder what their calling is. What is their purpose? Listen, guys, your purpose is where God has placed you right now for impact, and you are thankful through obedience. So I need you to tune in. I need you to open your ears, and I need you to listen up. And more than that, I need you to keep that let's go energy. And always got to have that mo to go energy. Look, it's time to get right, get live, and get with it, baby. Let's go. Come on. What's going on, family? Path to purpose, people. So this episode will be a little bit different. So normally I have my brother in arms, Mr. A.J. Howard, but today has been, uh, uh, no, no, no. This week has been a crazy week, man, for both of us. And so he's got baseball coming down the pipe, so many different uh, things going on with the schedule. My daughter, y'all pray for me. It is prom night. So for the past two days, we've been, you know, doing nails and we've got people coming over today, a lady coming over for hair and, uh, you know, then we've got prom pictures this evening. And so it was just easier for us, you know, if I flew solo on this one, you guys know I was sick with a bad toothache a couple weeks back and and AJ had to hop on and and do our do our path to purpose uh podcast for us. So but today, man, um man, I'm I'm doing all right. And I, I just wanted to I wanted to encourage someone with a statement, right? I wanted to talk to someone about this idea of what if it works. Man. And when I'm talking about it, I'm talking about your next big idea, right? What what if it works? You know, we get we get beat up, right? A lot of times as parents uh, with what to do with our kids. Sometimes, you know, we have problems relationally with our children as they grow up, teenage drama, right? All of these different, all of these different situations and a lot of times we can get frustrated, right? A lot of times we can almost j- just give up, right? And we can stop fighting. But I want to I want to ask you, you know, that next step that you take. That next thing that you try, that next opportunity to to show up for counseling, right? What if that next battle? What if it what if it works, man? And I think that a lot of times having that hope, right? Having that thought, having that concern, man, of like, um, you, you know, I don't know where this is going to go, but I do have hope that God is going to come through in the end. What if it works? I think what stops a lot of people from really reaching their goals, really reaching their dreams is sometimes those goals seem too big. And I talked about in a podcast, me and AJ, um, you you know, uh, a while ago, we talked about 
you know, big, hairy, audacious goals. And I think a lot of times we get so wrapped up and concerned that there's so much to accomplish to make this goal that it just seems too big. I talked about in that episode, I said, you know, don't focus on starting, focus on becoming. Because as we all know, the destination is not near as important as who we're becoming in the process. And what I mean by that, I'm talking about our our, our inner um, ability, right, to self-assess. Our inner, our inner ability to say, okay, hey, this isn't working. What I have tried up to this point, it is not working. So what can I do to bring change into this situation, right? And when we deal a lot with um, work, you know, a lot of times we feel like we can do it better than the higher up. We feel like we can do this. That If I was in charge, right, then things would be better. If I got that promotion, I would do a better job. But rather than wondering why this or why that, what if we started asking ourselves, okay, what now? What can I do? How can I effectively bring change to this situation? What steps can I take right now to be a difference maker, to be a decision maker? And I had this thought yesterday and I thought like, you know, everybody wants to be a boss. Not everybody, okay? There are some some people out there who don't want that responsibility and that role, and I and I get it. And then some people should be in a position, um, but they are too lazy or they don't want to take the steps or take on even the responsibility. And so I'm not talking to them. But everybody wants to be a boss, but not everybody recognizes that they are a boss, that they can be a boss. And I don't mean necessarily of a company or an organization, although that is possible with hard work, grit, determination, the ability to teamwork, the ability to to add value to people, okay? But I'm talking about we have the ability right now where you are in life to be a boss. And by that, I mean the boss of your own life. Understand that companies and organizations have bosses, they have governmental powers, right? The powers that be, they have a infrastructure that is a chain of command, and you have to work within those banks and you have to work within those rules to be considered, quote unquote, an effective good employee and put yourselves in line for promotion. But let me tell you this that those company organizations do not always have your family's best interest in mind. They have the um, they they have the best interest of running and sustaining and growing the company organization, so on and so forth. So with that being said, at some point, we have to take responsibility for our own lives. Yeah. At some point, we have to wake up We have to step in front of that mirror and we have to look into the eyes of that man or that woman or that young man or that young lady 
And we have to recognize that today is the day that I have to start taking full responsibility for my life. Yeah, I have to start taking full responsibility for the direction that my life is headed. It's not her fault anymore. It's not his fault that he did that to me. I studied uh, Joshua for a long period of time. In fact, even wrote a book about it, Courage and Redemption, Six Battle Principles from the story of Joshua. And there was a point where Joshua was following Moses. Uh, Moses was leading the Israelites into the wilderness, right? And Moses dies and he never gets to enter into the promised lands for several reasons, um, not to dig too deep. But when Moses dies, this shook, right, the Israelites and even and even poor young Joshua, he was shook to his core. But after a moment in time, after a moment in grieving, God comes to Joshua and says to Joshua, Moses, Moses, my servant is dead. Now you leave. Now, that's hard. A lot of times that's hard to hear that, yes, that happened to you. Yes, that person did that to you. They undermined you. They left you. They violated you in that way, in that manner. But I want to tell you something, young man. I want to tell you something, young lady. You have what it takes inside of you, ingrained in you, embedded in you to overcome all obstacles. Every situation that you come in contact with, there is a God in heaven. There is a, there is a Holy Spirit that lives inside of you if you are a follower of Christ that will empower you to overcome all obstacles. Man, that's a beautiful thought. You know, that's that's hope. That's That goes back to that idea that I first started talking with you during this very podcast when I said, what if it works? What if there's life on the other side of this stack of bills that keeps piling up? What if there is life on the other side of that violation that you walked through that almost took you out? What if you believed in this very moment that there is an opportunity beyond, right? beyond the hurt, beyond the fear, beyond the pain? What if you knew without a shadow of a doubt that every obstacle that you've come in contact with thus far, God has given you a 100% survival rate against those obstacles. So this too shall pass. This is the word of God that I'm giving you. Do you believe it? Do you believe that you have what it takes, man? It, behind me, you see this book, You Owe You, Dr. Eric Thomas. In this book, he talks about the power of being your own boss. I, I can't blame anybody anymore. He was a high school dropout. His father wasn't in his life. He found himself. 
Eric Thomas, he found himself eating out of trash cans, homeless, all of that. He talks about that. And suddenly there was a realization that he owed himself the life that he dreamed of. I can get stuck in all of those things that could have been, man, that should have been. Man, I go back to my years offshore on drilling rigs, 10 and a half years, man. I had dreams, all field dreams, goals, ambitions. I wanted to climb that corporate ladder. I went from a roustabout to a subsea engineer. That's almost unheard of to go through those different, those different. I was uh, at one time an ordinary seaman, even, even further back behind and, and to grow and to, to develop and to go through challenges along the way. And, and then all of a sudden, 200,000 jobs were lost. Mine was one of them. And I find myself in a difficult season, in a difficult situation, hurt, broken, and scarred. Hurt. Hurt. But at the end of the day, I realized, okay, by the grace of God, that even the birds eat. Even the flowers in the field are beautiful. And the Bible says, doesn't God love you more than they? But I knew through watching birds, man, I knew through watching nature. And I loved seeing, you know, uh, during different seasons, there's different seasons, right? The four seasons, there's storms, there's, you know, sunny days, all of these things, they have their purpose and it all works to make this thing go around. So when I look at that and I think about how everything is developed, how everything works, I must ask myself, what is my job in all of that? What is my responsibility in all of that? What work can I do? What opportunities do I have to step into my kid's life? I work a lot. I'm on the go a lot. Some of you may be saying, Dustin, you have no idea what's on my plate. Not only am I having problems with my son or my daughter, man, I've got bills piling up. I've got sick family members, man. We have so much going on. I want to tell you, I hear you. And I want to stand in the gap to you for you today and say, I'm sorry, you know, but Moses, Moses is dead, man. Now it's on you to lead. But here's the beauty of life. You do not have to lead, right, from a place of solitude. God created us relational beings. God's put people in your life. Now, whether you're prideful and you don't want to lean on help and you don't want to ask somebody for help, right? Or you don't want to let someone know the difficult season that you found yourself in because people think you have it all together. And you don't want to, and you don't want to sidestep that look, right? But at some point, I told you, we have to stand in the mirror, we have to look into that person's eyes, and we have to say, okay, these are really my goals, dreams, and ambitions. And as I say that, I'm literally looking up here to a piece of paper that I pinned on my wall that is my 2023 goals. And let me tell you, some of these goals are big, hairy, audacious goals. I call them uh, BHAGs. I stole that from somebody. 
my BHAGs right here are huge, okay? And so I've checked off a couple of those, all right? Out of 11 BHAGs, man, I've got just a couple checked off and it's already made. And I'm looking at some of these and I'm thinking, God, I have no idea how you're going to accomplish this, but what if it works? Whoa, what if it works? I put these goals, these dreams, these ambitions up here on my wall and I'm thinking, I have no idea how God's going to do this. I have no idea what part I'm going to play in doing this, but I'm going to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of me in firm belief that I'm going to accomplish these 11 principles. Now, some of these um, are, are bigger principles that, that don't just right that 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 can't be accomplished in 2023 because it's an ongoing ambition it's an ongoing set the stage for financial security that means so many different things right i can't just check that off but i can add that year after year because this is a constant effort right i want my family the bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children right and so i'm going to work on that and i'm going to fight that tooth and nail to the bone to try to accomplish that. But there are some things on here that I can absolutely do, okay? But there's some things on here I'm gonna rely on some help. And one of the biggest ways to accomplish your goals, dreams, and ambitions, your behats, right, is to tap into the relational aspect of life. We have to look at, at who's the contacts in our phone right now, right? Who are the people that are in our lives right now that could point to the next stage of this thing, to the next chapter of this thing, to the next step in this thing that we call an obstacle, who's the next person, right, that we could lean on through this? And we put pride aside. Now, I'm not suggesting that you use people uh, as stepping stones. I'm saying that there are people around you that want to help you but we have to be purposeful enough to look in that mirror and say, you owe you. You are the boss of you, not your company, organization, your title, none of that. You've got to get yourself out of this situation. Moses is dead. Now you've got to lead your family. You have to. You know, I lost I lost my mom to a drug addiction, a, a drug overdose, you know, took her life. You know, and when I watched her battle, watched her fight, gosh, she she fought that, she fought that addiction. But here's Here's what I didn't see. Man, it breaks my heart to even go here. I didn't see her allow the right people in her life to help fight alongside of her. I didn't see my mom in church. 
I didn't see my mom in small group. I didn't see my mom in, you know, in a, 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 I, I, I didn't see my mom allow. I saw my mom try to fight a monkey on her back that was larger than, than, than her. I saw her fight an addiction from a prideful state, always thinking and always talking and acting like she could do this thing. But we all knew. And I and I tried to talk to her and I tried to love on her. I tried to be that voice of reason, but I was I was just too close to the situation. For you, you may find yourself with an addictive personality. Maybe you're in the fight of your life right now, struggling with whatever it is. Man, it could be pornography. Listen to me. It could be drinking. There are people who are alcoholics and they don't even realize it. It's just something that it's just something that we do recreationally. The problem is that we don't recognize that that recreation has turned into a daily fight. Daily fight. For some of you, it could be pills, it could be drugs. I could just go on and on and on. But let me tell you something. What if that goal that you had, what if that dream that you had, what if that vision that you have, what if that raising a family, the American dream, that owning that house, white picket fence. What if it works? What if going back to the rehab for the third time, you see no point in it, you see no hope in it, you don't want it, but what if it works, young man, young lady? What if you can get your kids back? What if your kids have been taken and it hurts and it breaks you and it, and it and it causes this downward spiral into what has been taking place and it's this cycle over and over and over and I can't shake it and I can't get out of it and I can't break it. What if coming to the realization that I can't do this by myself? Everything that I've done up to this point, it's not working. It hasn't worked. It's not, it's not going anywhere. So what can I do in inside this opportunity that I have called life? Because the very breath that's in your lungs was given to you by God Almighty, who breathed stars into existence, who, who created everything that is good around you. He desires a relationship with you. And further than that, Jesus came so that you may have life and have it abundantly, but you look around and you don't see an abundant life. You see a dark, lonely spiral into the abyss of nowhere and you don't know what to go and you don't know what to do. I want to tell you, I see you. And I hurt alongside of you, and I feel it. I feel it in my bones. The pain and the weight and the guilt and the shame and the fear that you're carrying. 
But what if it works? Wow, what a thought. What a thought that you could look back on this moment 10 years from now, and you can motivate, inspire, and empower people with a story of God's redemption in and through your life. Take a step of faith. Take a leap of faith because I truly believe that the epiphany, the breakthrough, the moment of clarity will come for you in the in in the like a thief in the night. But it will only come for you when you step to the fight. When you realize that you have a part to play in this as well. When you realize that you have fight still left in you. I know you don't feel it. I know you're done. You've tapped out. Surrender. I get it. I've been there. Felt it. I know what that feels like. I know what that's like. I know what that's like. But as long as there's breath in your lungs, as long as you can hear me and you're hearing this podcast right now, I'm telling you right now today, God is not finished with you. He's not. He's not finished with you. In fact, man, he has so much greater in store for you. How do I know that? Because God's word says so. Jesus says, I came so that you may have have life and have it abundantly. This situation right now, it doesn't feel abundant for you, does it? Some of you may be listening and say, hey, I'm living a very fruitful life. God is really showing up and he's showing out and he's encouraging and he's doing great things in my life. And I want to say, wow, keep going. In, In my words, let's go. But in AJ's words, we got more to go, right? We got some work to do. We got to keep moving because here's the quickest way to kill momentum is to stop working, is to feel like you've arrived, is to feel like you've made it, right? Is to feel like, oh, there's momentum now. I can stop. It'll carry itself. False. We got more to go, baby. So let's go. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. There's a lot of people, man. There's a lot of people that that I truly that I truly want to help. I want them to understand that this abundant life that that God talks about, right? That this freedom can be found in the midst of the hardest of circumstances. We listen to a lot of um testimonials, if you will. We've heard them. People going from homeless to hero and and you know, uh uh um uh who is the guy? I think the My Pillow guy, man. Uh, wasn't he the one? And correct, forgive me if I'm wrong, but one of them wrote a book from crack addict to CEO. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, wow, we hear about these stories, but that's not me. That that's that doesn't work out for me like that. I'm never that guy, right? I'm never that person. I never get that opportunity. I want to start changing that thought. I want to start shifting that thought in you to what if you are? To all of a sudden, I am, right? 
I am that guy. I am that success story. I know God's going to do a great work in and through my life. I know he's going to radically shift generational sin in my family through me. I know it. I feel it. And I want you to start looking at life from an expectation, right? I want you to start looking at life from an expectation standpoint rather than from a poverty mindset. And I don't just mean money, guys. Please, please, please don't hear what I'm not saying. A poverty mindset is this lack, right? This this, this feeling like, whoa, me, right? That That those things are not meant for me. The good life, being free, understanding that I, I I I have an opportunity to go to work each and every day, my nine to five. I love it. But taking charge of my life and understanding that I'm the boss of me, that if I choose to go to my nine to five for 30 plus years, that it's going to be at a job I love. It's going to be at a job I choose, right? It's going to be under the circumstances, right, that God is leading me to. And the realization that there are other vehicles out there to help me reach the goals and dreams and BHAGs uh, that I want to reach. There are opportunities out there for you to not only get through this, but to thrive in life. We live in the United States of America, and there is freedom to be found. I talk about, you know, the pillars that um, I, I took from Jamal King, faith, family, finance, fitness, freedom. And as long as we work each and every day at, at working just a little bit inside of each one of those pillars, my faith, what are you thankful for? How is your faith growing? Are you in the word of God? Are you prayerful? Are you starting your day off from a place of power? By getting in tune with the Holy Spirit. Faith is one of the biggest pillars, or the biggest pillar, excuse me, that you could start your day from. Family, are you invested in your kid's life? Do you guys do game night? Do you guys have uh, uh, dinner or at least lunch or something? Do you guys have a moment where y'all sit down and can get together? I know crazy seasons where we can't really all connect like that ball and travel ball, but are we letting stuff like that run our life? Or are we leading from a place of power, faith, family, finance? Are we facing those bills? Man, one of the biggest hurts in my heart, man, is going to to some of our our rental properties and just and just seeing stacks of bills left in the mail from credit bureaus from different uh, crazy situations they've gotten themselves in right out of a moment of panic out of out of a moment of freak out right and all of that and it's like at some point we are scared to make a move. I was watching a show. Um, where it was a financial show where they go in and they help families, um, uh, uh, you know, build the life they want. And I, let me say this, guys, first of all, okay, let me, let me say this. Information changes situations, facts. Applied information changes lives even further. All right. That's what really does it. Applying the information. But I was watching this show and they go in and they help families um, find financial security. 
they go into this one particular guy. He's a single guy. He won um, some kind of game show, won a whole bunch of money, um, and he's wanting to develop his dream life, but he has no thought at all about what to do with money, finances, and all of that. So this guy comes in. This guy had found himself, praise God that he did win the money because he was headed into financial doom, okay, because uh, he had stacks and stacks of bills up on the counter that he had never even opened. When the guy came in to help, he sat down at the kitchen table and he goes, all right, let's go through the bills. Let's go through your financials. Let's go through all of that. How much debt are you in? Guy's like, I have no idea. I have all of it. He's like, what? He's like, you don't know who you owe what? He's like, man, I have no idea. I've got stacks of bills up there. I've never even opened. And he's like, why have you not opened? When I get mail, I want to know what it is. I, I look at the mail. It's either junk or I keep it, okay? But this guy, he wasn't even facing the problem. He said, I'm scared to know. I'm scared to look at it. So he grabs the stack of bills. He said, guys, we got we to gotta face this. He sets it on the table. He starts to open these things one by one by one. We're seeing collections notices. We're seeing, you know, credit looking for you, second, third, final notice. All of these things that are so painful to think about. And he says, grab your cell phone. He grabs his phone. He starts to hand him a bill one by one. This was a moment of facing your fear. And he starts to get on the phone and he starts to call these credit card companies. He starts to call these, these collections. He starts to handle these bills one by one. And he's making right the wrongs that he had done in moments of panic and lack of knowledge. And he starts to make them right. Guys, this I can't help but think about how many relationships we've condemned, how many people we've, we've turned off, right? Because of a moment of wrongdoing. What can we do today to restore relationships? What can we do today to restore financial poverty mindsets? What do we need to face? What do we need to do? Who do we need to talk to? Maybe we don't know how to handle finances, and that's cool. Hey, I get it. It's tough. It's a challenge. But there are people out there who want to help you. Guaranteed that if you belong to a church, there's somebody within that church that has a good financial mind. Well enough to say, do you have a budget? Well, no. I don't, I don't know what, I don't, I don't have a budget. Start a budget. Here's an app for that, right? You can go in, you can punch in all of your numbers. It automatically calculates. You know how much money's coming in. You know how much money's going out. All right. Do you have a savings? Well, no, I don't have a savings. I don't, I don't, what, with, what, what is that? I mean, how does that, how does that help me? And they could say, Okay, if you could just, you got this money coming in, this money going out, you're upside down, or maybe you've got just enough. If you would put a little bit here, then when this happens, when that happens, when that happens, you have enough to cover that, right? 
It's just making some small money moves that you can start to change the course of your family's history right now. Right now. Maybe investing. Ooh, that's a word that's not been taught in a lot of our, our, our family's history uh, or dynamics. You could be the first generation investor in the life of your family history. Now, what does that even mean? Oh, that's exciting. I want to be an investor. Oh, there's so many different types of investor. Dustin, there's real estate investments, there's stocks and bonds, and there's all these different thoughts, right? What am I getting at? What if it works? What if the life that you dreamt of, what if the life that, that you hoped for, what if the thoughts that you have are within the reach of your lifetime and you just don't recognize it? You just don't realize it. What if it works? You guys who are who are out there just, you, you know, who recognize the power of what it works or, or what if it works. And, and the ones of us who are out there who are stepping in to our dreams every single day day and we're in faith and we're in family and we're in finance and 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 we're in fitness guys i just lost 27 pounds hey big shout out to motogo fitness my man aj howard yes sir we are we are trying to get this fitness boy i'm getting inspired i'm getting motivated um but but to those of you who are paving the way to that freedom freedom of life. I want you to know a couple things. One, you are in the 1%, okay? And so you are you are in the 1% um in my eyes, in my mind, okay? Of the ones who are actually out there um you, you know, promoting and out there doing and out there getting um, all that this world has for them. Number number two, I, I want you to know, if one is you're in the 1%, congratulations. Number two, don't get too prideful, right? Let's don't get too prideful because here's the thing. Pride comes before the what? Before the fall, okay? So we don't get too prideful. We always remember where we came from, right? And we help as many people along the way. So, so kudos to you, top 1% of people that are out there um, paving a way for, for the freedom for generations to come. Number two, don't get too prideful, right? And, and number three, don't lose your soul in the process. Remember I said the destination is not nearly as important as who you're becoming in the process. Staying in these five pillars will help you to balance that scale with faith, family, finance, fitness, and freedom. Staying in a balance of life. Life is about balance. Sometimes we find ourselves in those heavier seasons where this season is far outweighing, you know, what I think life should, should really look like and be balanced. And through faith, family, finance, fitness, and freedom, we can start to find those different areas by, by leaning on our family, right? By leaning on our faith, by leaning on our fitness, 
by leaning on our freedom and in our churches and and really trying to go after the light. A lot of times we can find those those heavy those heavy seasons, right? That outweigh. You know, uh, a lot of times we can find balance by just going back to our faith, family, finance, fitness, and freedom. Our our pillars, our ambitions, our goals, our values that we stand on. So today it was about what if it works. And I want to encourage the young man, the young woman, the old man, the old woman. I want to encourage whoever's hearing this to just keep going. Your clarity, your epiphany, your breakthrough, man, it's coming, but it's going to come in, in, in the form of the fight, putting those gloves on, man, putting those gloves on and stepping into the ring and saying, I've got more breath in my lungs. And when you step to the plate, you're going to be surprised at what God's going to do and the knockout power that he has in that fight that didn't even come from you came through your obedience to step to the fight. Man, that concludes today's message. I hope that you guys got something from this. I hope that you guys are encouraged. I hope that you guys are motivated, inspired, and empowered to go out into your path to purpose, whatever that looks like for you. Listen, if you were touched by today's message, if you got anything from today's message, please like this, share this, give us feedback. We want to hear from you because it matters, man. You guys matter to us. AJ and I started this podcast because you matter to us. And as always, carry that let's go attitude. Why? Because we got more to go. Let's get it.